0: And I was uh, I was talking to. I always get stuff from talking to people. You know, uh, 007 sent me a thing saying, "Be careful what you say; it might be a message." And 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 it's kind of true. That's kind of I kind of pick up stuff. And one thing that 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 I sense, is that it goes on. It goes on real regularly. It's the drift. People begin to drift. Uh, I was talking to a. Uh, uh, Barnes, my best friend Barnes, we, he uh, went to Hawaii, and I'm like, dude, I heard you almost drowned. He's like, I did. You know, he was telling me what happened, and he was telling me that he was in the water, and he just drifted too far. And then the waves kind of, he went beyond the line of where they wanted you to go, and the waves kind of caught. He got out, thank God he's still alive, but, but it's like uh, drifting is, is, is something that, that, that is very normal. It is normal, but it is, it's very dangerous because it's a gradual process. No one leaves God overnight. Amen. Amen. It's, it's, a, it's a gradual, slow moving process of, of pulling away. It's, it's to gradually begin You gradually begin to fall back a little bit. You gradually begin to do some steps. There's, there's steps in it. First, you've got to realize that it, drifting is actually normal. Everyone has done it. I know I've done it. Everybody say man, better amen. You, You know you have those moments when you feel very strong, you have those moments when you feel like, uh, oh, it's just not right. You have those moments where you, you ha- hopefully you catch yourself going, man, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't read the Bible in a week and a half. Right. You know, it, it's that slow process it, uh, of, you, you, it's very normal. No, I mean, there's times when you've been on mountains and there's times when you've been in valleys and that's why I try to do neither. I'm gonna tell you a secret how, how I survive. I stay in the middle. I never get too excited and I never get too low. You know, Because when you get so excited about God and you get so, you can't maintain it, it's emotional. Amen. But then the other piece is you never get too low because you know, you know the word, you know, you know a little bit of Bible and you, you know what God is and you know who he is and you know you're not gonna fall and you know you can always pull yourself back up So never get too high. You won't maintain it. It's too emotional. And then never get too low because it's hard to come up from that. Mm -hmm. Just stay in the middle. So when I run into people like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Oh, I just love the Lord. And I just kind of look at them. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a whole lot. And then you come back later and, and then you go, where's that little excited person? Well, they don't come here anymore. So you can't maintain that. So first of all, it's normal. The second thing is, you don't realize you're doing it. It's, it's very unintentional. You, no one comes to the Lord and thinks, well, I'm gonna come to him now, but I'm gonna slowly leave him. It's, 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 very, it's very unintentional. It's like, it's like, it's like a, a being in the ocean, throwing a bottle in the ocean. And you can still see it for quite a while, but eventually it gets out too far and you can't see it anymore. See, it's, it, what's happened, the, the current, it's drifted away. You never, notice how we never drift towards anything. We always drift away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You drift away from the beach. You know, we were at, at Cocoa Beach in Florida. My son-in-law, he, he he thought he was cool. He goes running out and drive, dives in the water with his glasses on. Glasses got washed away. He's he like, man, I was looking for them glasses are gone, dude. The <laughs> drift has got it. It's a turtle wearing your glasses somewhere right now. <laughs> it's just, it's just. Once, that, once something hits the drift and you're out of control, you just, you're just gone. Mm-hmm. It's very unintentional. You don't even realize you're drifting. You, don't rea- you look up and, went and go, when's the last time I prayed? Amen. When's the last? Most people don't read the Bible. But when's the last time you talked about the Bible to anybody? See, see, these are signs of drifting. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Next, next one is you just got a lack of prayer and a lack of reading the word and a lack of talking about the word. You just, you just, you don't, you don't, you have no, no, not not a lot of prayer going along around, not a lot of reading going around, not a lot of even conversations about the word. You just, see, these are steps and it's not an overnight process. It's it's the gradual progression. It, it, these are steps in it. You just have nothing, you know, you, you listen to a lot of music, but, it, you know, it's, it's no word, no Conversations about it. Your prayer life begins to slip. You pray over your food, and that's it. Sometimes you don't even pray over your food. Hmm. All right. Then, and then you start to be weary and well doing, or you get bored. Amen. You just get bored. You know. You, you ever go down to pray, and then you, you at night, and then you end up being sleepy. You start yawning and things like that. It's, that's why I don't go down to pray at night. Everybody say amen. It's so, but it's like, you know, when you ever, you ever say, hey, I'm, I'm going to read my Bible today. You open it up and all of a sudden you just. Yep. You're not getting nothing out of it. You don't. See, see what happens. We, we begin to get bored. We begin to be, get weary in well-doing. Yeah. All right? I'm not saying you're doing this. I'm just trying to help you out. So, you, you know, tell somebody else. Distractions become a normal way of life Mm -hmm. you know what happens is oh it's a great day it's you know sunny you know oh they got the fair coming I don't know why people get so excited about that fair I'm not riding no thing that they just put up yesterday (laughs) <laughs> I'm not getting on it, you know. I, I'll get, get me a corn dog, and that's it. I'm out of here. But they, 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 oh, people, we we love the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Yes, we do. Amen. We, what, what I'm afraid of is that I was telling, I him in the back. What, what what happens is, we look at God, and and it, we add we add him like we do everything else to our lives. We, it's like go to the grocery store, you know, go to work tomorrow, drop my kids off at school. Yeah, we go camping. Yeah, we, we you know, I work out. Uh, you know, we do, we do this, and we, we go bowling, and we go to church, and we go, you know, it's something we just add Amen. to our already busy lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we just, we throw God in there with everything else. You know, we, you know, I, 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 my kids go to baseball, my son goes to football you know and then we go to church hey what do you do well you know I do all the stuff and then we throw church somewhere in the middle we throw God in the middle somewhere we we seldom start off with you know the well, first thing in the Lord you know I'm really committed to God and then then I take my kids and then we go to work and then, we don't never start off that way when the what is the one thing that Jesus said Auntie? you better do? Love the Lord with well, what? All your, all your heart, heart love all your soul, soul and all your mind. All your mind. Love him first. Yes. Amen. Give him first. Make sure you acknowledge him first. And then some people will say, well, God, that's kind of conceited of you. It's kind of self-centered of you to make you want us you want to be everything to us. And God says, Yeah, because if I'm everything, everything else just gets added to you. Right. All the stuff that you really want will come easier if you give it to me first. If you yes. th- it's not God with an ego. He's trying to help you out, because he says, if you don't praise me, the rocks gonna praise me. That's what he's yeah. saying. Somebody's gonna praise me. I mean yeah. animals praise you. Yeah. You know, so he's saying, we man. I'm not I'm not an egomaniac who just wants your attention. I, I love you more than anything. I want you to love me back. And loving me back gets you the life that you so desire. Jesus. We skip over that part. We, in, in churches, we teach that we teach the great life. Great life churches are packed right now. Amen. Uh-huh. I know you guys hate me because I really come, I really, I really try to get I'm, I'm like, Lord, let's do some jolly stuff today. And God goes, no, we, you're going to do what I tell you. <laughs> but Lord, I want to tell him about the blessings. And I want to tell him about your favor. And I want to tell him, oh, you know God's got something for you. And God goes, I do got something for him. But tell him to just love me. Yes, yes. And help him stop not loving me. Amen. And tell him to put me first. And help him stop not putting me first. And then you better put me first. And then tell him that I love him. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Because God's like every other father, every other mother. You know what he does? He spends most of his time trying to get his children to be what he wants them to be. Amen. Just like you do your children. So then, then what happens, too, is distractions come and it's just easier to do other things, especially other things than church. It's like, well, I got, I got breakfast or church? Brunch or church? I'm going to brunch. Right. It's nothing like waffles and chicken. <laughs> 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 uh, then what happens, you know what? It's scary. Old sins become easy to do again. Uh-huh. Yeah, stuff that you used to didn't do, you find yourself kind of doing it again, yep. you know, stuff you used to say that you don't say anymore, you find yourself kind of saying it again, mm-hmm. you know, things you used to be involved with that you weren't involved with before, You it's easier to kind of get, and oh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. You know, it's just sin, the sins that you got bought out of are easier to drift back to when you're drifting. Yeah. Mm. All right. And then here's a dangerous one. You slowly begin to disconnect from God and his family. Do mm-hmm. you know that all of you need all of us? Amen. Amen. You, God has set it up that no one should do this walk alone. That's right. So when, when someone starts to drift, what happens when you contact them? They don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you ever, you ever had somebody, you haven't seen them in a while, and you text them, and then they, they may text, text back, oh, you know, I've been a little busy and stuff like that, and then you... Haven't seen them next couple of weeks. You text them again. Oh, you know, well, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. It's and then you finally call them and they don't even answer it. They don't, they don't want to hear you. When you begin to drift, you don't want to hear anything about God. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it makes you uncomfortable because you're drifting. You know you shouldn't be where you are, but you don't want to hear, I shouldn't be where I am. Right. You, you, you begin to draw away, and then people try to come save you. They throw you a, a lifeline in, and you, and you go, no, I don't want it. And they begin to disconnect. They slowly begin to not answer your text anymore. They slowly begin to, hey, you talked to so and sister so-and-so. No, I haven't talked. I tried to call her, but she don't answer. Mm-hmm. They disconnect, begin to unplug, and isolation in Christianity is very dangerous. It will probably kill you. Mm-hmm. Bible says the devil goes around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. Who? What does lions attack? They attack the weaker, lonely ones, the sick ones. Mm-hmm. They they study the herd to find out. Yeah, that one right there. That's the one we want. That's how. That's how your adversary does you. And when you isolate the herd, can't protect you. Right. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And then the last piece is, and I'm going to read some Bibles so you think I know what I'm talking about. And the last piece, when you stay away too long, it's just too hard to come back. When when the current gets you too far, I asked Barnes what happened. He's like, man, this guy, I was playing catch football with this guy, and he, he saw me struggling, so he swam over there. He's trying to pull me out. Then the waves got him too. Then the lifeguard came, and the lifeguard jumped in. He's trying to get us out, and the wave got him too. All three of us were trying to get out and we we're all trying to help each other get out. It's like, man, it, it, when, you, when, you, when you go too far, it's too hard to come back yes, because you is. start thinking stuff. Well, I don't want to come back now. It's going to feel weird. I don't want to come back now. Everybody's going to look at me wrong or look at me funny. I don't want to come back now because, you know, oh, I've been away so long. Maybe I should just let it go. See, your, your pride begins to kick in. Let me tell you something. If you've been gone for a month and a half and you want to come back, just come back. Nobody cares. we will just be glad to see you back. We're not, we're not going to ask where you were. You know where you were. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you. Just sit down. Hug somebody and sit down. Because yes. the key thing when you're fighting the drift is getting back. Yes. You got to at least yes. get back to grab someone's hand Amen. and let them pull you the rest of the way. Yes. You're fighting for your spiritual life. You're fighting for your eternal life.
1: That's right.
0: That's right. Auntie, read me some Bible, Hebrews 2, 1 says what?
1: We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away.
0: Okay, so faith comes by hearing, and it says you must pay attention to all the crap I've been screaming at you for years. I know some of you have my scratchy, gravelly voice in your head at times. And all you hear is, oh, God, <laughs> that's me, that's me. And, 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 and it's like, you have to, be, listen, I'm not doing this for my health. I'm trying to help us, trying to get us to a certain place. You've got to pay attention. Careful attention, it says, because if you don't, you're going to drift away. Amen. Faith comes by hearing it, but if you don't never hear nothing, you don't have any faith. Right. God has developed it, that faith. You say, I want more faith, then you better hear something. That's why people who stay away from church, who say, I don't need church, will never, put this on record, will never be spiritually strong. True. Now, you can have moments away from church. I went a couple of years without committing to a church. I'm not saying that in your life, you should always be committed to some church. But what I am saying, if you do like the habit, Bible says, the habit of not assembling yourself, it says it becomes a habit. You will never be strong in God. Amen. Never. No, all right? Because you're not hearing anything. And then you begin to make up your own conclusions about what you think God is. That's why a lot of people who stay away too long but our super Christians are very dangerous. You talk to them, you'll be like, what are you talking about?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, no, that's what God says. What are you talking about? I'm telling you, when you still, when when people who dripped away and they started to live a life of Christianity in solitude, what happens is they become very Uh uh self-righteous. They think that, no, I know the way it's supposed to be. That's why I don't go anywhere. Mm. I I, I know how it should be. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I know what they should be doing. I know what they're not doing. And it's like, man, they're Very dangerous. Very dangerous. I don't talk to people who have drifted into that state. Because once I hear the first few things they say, I go, oh my God, you're a nut job now. Mm-hmm. I'm not spending <laughs> no time on that. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12. Is that it? Hebrews 3 12? Is that it? No. Nope. Okay, not let's
1: serious. go. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living he God. Says, Man,
0: listen, guys, you got to see to it. And be careful, here's the original text, that none of you have, none of you has the evil thoughts that cause you to start to doubt, that stop you from following God. It says be careful because you, you be, your unbelieving heart and thoughts, they begin to, because tr- your thoughts come from your heart, it, it begins to turn you away, it begins to cause you to drift away. It says they're evil thoughts. Listen, God's not gonna ever tell you stay away from me. Yeah. Right. So when somebody goes, "Well, I need a break from church," no, you don't. Mm-hmm. I've had people say that. Hey, hey, I need a, I need a break from church. You need a break from church. What if God said you need a break from oxygen today?
1: Well,
0: huh. What if He just said, you know, you need a, I don't know. You know what, guys? I'm turning the oxygen off. I didn't pay the bill, and everybody's done. I thank God, God doesn't ever say he needs a break from you. Amen. But why do people say they need a break from church? God will never tell you that. He might tell you you need to find another one, but he ain't gonna tell you you need a break from one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, that's one of the main things. See, those thoughts are evil. God is not gonna ever tell somebody, no, just take time away from the Bible and all that stuff. Just, you know, just get you together. You can't get you together.
1: Right,
0: right. <laughs> it says that there are evil thoughts. On to the next verse.
1: But encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by he says, sin's He but encourage
0: one another daily as long as it is called. He's saying while you have a chance today, you guys got to make sure you're encouraging each other. Yes, encourage each other today. To, 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 while you have today, mm-hmm. while you still have a shot. Yes. You need to be encouraging each other why because so the evil thoughts won't get in so you won't begin to drift what you're saying is I'm going to keep a I'm going to keep a, a line tied on to you and I'm going to tie it to me to make sure neither one of us drift away if I begin to drift you pull me back if you begin to drip you pull me back one thing I love about it whenever somebody's down the other person is not they're always up mm-hmm. God plans it that way. There's been times when my brother will call, he'd be like, man, I'm just discouraged, man. People, and I'll be, i be good. And I'd be like, no, man, you know what we got to do. And there'll be times when I go, man, I just don't want to do this no more. This gets on my nerve. And he'll be up and he'll say, No, man, you know how we meant, you know what we're meant to do. See, when you latch hold to someone, hallelujah, somebody. God will make because iron sharpens iron and, and, and two are better than one, the Bible says. Yes. When you latch hold to somebody, they can cause you not to drift. Because when you begin to drift, they pull you, they hold on to you. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank
0: you, Lord. Amen. Auntie.
1: We have come to share in Christ. If indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. Uh,
0: I said, we have come to share in Christ. If, we indeed, if indeed we hold our original conviction, what we thought yesterday, how we have been the last couple of years. He he said, listen, we have to hold on, hold on to to what we've known and what, hallelujah somebody. Hallelujah. You gotta hold on to what you, your conviction that you had two months ago, where did it go? The conviction that you had a year ago, how did it it slip away? The prayer life you had a while back—what happened to it? Amen. The, the 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 God out your mouth you used to talk about—where did it where did it go? You see, we have to hold on to those convictions because something is always trying to take it away. Yes, Auntie, right, come
1: on. As has just been said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion.
0: Okay, we're going to. Where talk. we go? Second Corinthians 11? Don't I you jump you ahead of me like that. <laughs> I hope you will put up with me in the little foolishness. Okay, here's Paul. He said, listen, I'm about to say something kind of uh, uh, silly, but I'm trying to get you to understand. Put up with my foolishness for a second. Go. That sounds he, like me.
1: Go. Yes, please put up with me. I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. Uh-huh. I promised you to one husband, to Christ. He to says, I'm
0: jealous of you with a godly jealous, meaning I, want, I, I presented you to God as a, as a bride to him, and now I'm jealous because you're into somebody else. Amen. I, he says, it's a, it's a jealousy that comes from God. It's not that like you're dating. So he said, That's why he says, this is going to sound kind of foolish, but I presented you to God as a bride, and he's your husband, but you guys are... Flirting with somebody else? Hmm. You're into something else. You don't. You don't. You're cheating on him. All right.
1: right. Come on out. So that I might present you as a pure virgin to him, Mm -hmm. but I am afraid, just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may be somehow be led astray from your sincere. Sincere.
0: I'm afraid. We all, people quote, I, he, I heard somebody do it the other day. And they quoted all these scriptures, you know, hey, Jesus, Satan is under my feet. Satan has no power over me. I, but the word of God, is, is, uh, but resist Satan. Let me tell you something about Satan. He's very formidable. Yes, he is. Let me tell you how, how good he is. The first created people were Adam and Eve. Adam walked with God in the garden. Mm-hmm. God Adam, Adam got up every day looking for God, and God was there, going, Hey, Adam, how you can you imagine a relationship like that? That God made Adam because God was lonely. And God says, now I have a relationship. Hey Adam, when Adam, when when they fell, God woke up like he did every day and go, Where are you, Adam? And Adam was hiding. Here's the thing we got to realize. If he can trick Adam and Eve. He can surely trick you. Yes. The first, person, the first two people that he created, he, took, he created Adam, put him to sleep. He, he said, I, I made Eve, presented Eve back to Adam. Satan's Satan so slick, so formidable mm-hmm. that he slithers down and says, Hey, Eve, what you doing? How you been? <laughs> no, no, God didn't really say that. Come on, he just, you know, he just, it's okay. And let me tell you something. If he can trick them, he can trick those two. He can surely trick us. Yes. I would dare say most Christians have never dealt with Satan. They might have dealt with a spirit or maybe one of his little henchmen. Satan himself. Only Jesus dealt with Satan himself. And look, and and you know how formidable he is? He tempted Jesus. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. People play around with Satan. Oh, they they, they believe their press clippings and saying that we're just greater than Satan. And I'm going, you are greater than Satan. But you got to remember it's only through Christ. Christ has given you the authority and the ability to be. But if Satan really came at you, which God never allows. If he can trick Adam and Eve and he can tempt Jesus, see, to be tempted is not sin. That means that Jesus thought about it for a second. Amen. Hey, I can, I can have all this without dying on the cross? Yeah, just bow to me. It was tempting. Amen. Jesus was hungry because he had just fasted, turned his rock into bread. You know you can do it. Jesus was tempted to do that. He was hungry. He says, Jump off this clip. You know you're not going to die. You're Superman. And Jesus goes, I am. But I'm down here as a man, I can't do it. See, see, when we start thinking Satan's not involved, that's when you should be scared, because he's involved. Because he's always involved with the drift. And you know what his biggest plan is? To make you think he's not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: That it's just how you're feeling, Was just what you have to do now, or it's just how your life has got, gotten busy, or it's just, see, he, it, it, he has none, when you're drifting, you never say it's Satan, you never say it is, because he's totally he got us convinced, he's not, he don't have nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. and then you look up, and you get further and further and further, and you go, how did I get back here, and, right. and I feel like God's way over there, he's not, he's always right next to you but you feel like he's a billion miles away. Mm-hmm. So if he tricked Adam and Eve, who were the first people that God ever made and walked with God, if he tempted Jesus, oh, he sure can get you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Easy. He says, like Eve got deceived, I'm kind of worried about you guys. You're getting astray from your sincere And pure devotion to Christ. You're starting to cheat on him. He says, be patient with me. I know this is going to sound silly, but you're starting to cheat on him. Not with the world, but with yourself. Hmm. Because what has kicked in is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, just the pride of life. It's so quiet. They hate me, see? <laughs> I, I, I told you, let me do the great stuff, and they'll love me. Our church would be packed to the roof if I got up here every Sunday and went, the Lord's going to bless you. He lo- and, Lord, he wants you to have this great, he's going to fix your family. He's going to heal your bodies. And we know God can do all that. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing is, dude, uh, don't you just want the truth? I just want the truth. I'm just tired of this. Mm-hmm. I, I just want yes. the truth. Just tell me the truth, yes. and I'll deal with the truth. But I still want to do some happy stuff. <laughs> this is happy to me, though. I'm having a great time. 11-3, uh-huh. <laughs> verse
1: 4, auntie, come on. For if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preach. See,
0: we're preaching Jesus, but it's a different kind of Jesus. It's the, the Jesus that I see that's preached now, I, I, I do it every Sunday. I wake up and try to watch some church on TV. Somebody somebody say something to me because i got to always run my mouth on Sundays. And I go, wow, what is, it? okay, I don't want to watch that. Wow, what is, it? nah, I don't want to watch that. What? Then you run out of channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to watch the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Because, there's. There, and I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just saying that it's not a word that I want to hear. Right, right. right. It's, it's, they're teaching another kind of Jesus. Yep. This Jesus that just wants you to just fe- keep feeding your flesh, actually, It's the Jesus that that wants you to have everything in life you want. Let me tell you something. Jesus don't want you to have everything you like in life that you want. That's right. It won't be good for you. That's true. But we teach it, we teach that no, Jesus wants this for you. He wants this for your family. We teach the American dream. And we call it the kingdom of God, and people love it, and they pack in them places. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you look at them online, they always got the blacked out thing in the back with the crazy lights going through it with the, so dark you can't see people in. See, it's we, oh, we, we put on a, when you go to the theater, how is it? They dim the lights and they bring up the lights and they put the sound and... Amen. That's church today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I bought a big building and I teach that Jesus and I put, spend a lot of money on a band, and I got the right environment, it'll be packed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the few of us, we come in here and take the pain. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my shoes, stepped on my shoes. Oh, my underwear is so tight right now. We, we take the pain and we grow in God. Hallelujah, somebody. That's it, that's it. And then you become formidable. And then when you stand before the Lord, hallelujah, somebody. That's my plan. Yep. Amen. I think I'm totally lost. Come on. Or if
1: you receive a different spirit from the spirit you received huh? or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it easily enough. He
0: says, man, you just see, we, you, you received this new teaching. Stay away from you. See, that's what caused you to drift. Amen. You don't realize it, though. You're actually drifting in Jesus' name. Right. It's this new gospel of everything is okay. Jesus will, uh, don't worry about it. He, you know, he wants to give you all the money you can handle, he, he wants to just keep your family this. And, he want, and I'm saying that's not Jesus. Jesus never promised any of that. Amen. If that's the case, have you ever read your Bible? Uh, would you trade your life with Paul? Nope. Would you trade your life with Peter? Mm-mm. Would you trade your life with Moses? Oh, heck no. <laughs> would you want Isaiah's life? Would you want Jeremiah's life? Oh, no. No. Amen. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. So how come the people who follow Jesus, and we're still talking about centuries later, right, who right. have made their mark in the world, how come I go, I don't want to trade their life, my life for none of theirs? then why are we preaching this Jesus that just wants you to just have the best American life you can have? Hmm. (laughs) It's a different gospel from the one you accepted that changed your life. When you said, wow, there is a God, he did die for me. See, a lot of you went to church, but the revelation of God didn't hit you till later. Mm -hmm. The revelation of what Jesus did for you It began to eliminate all the denominational thoughts you had, all the religious teachings that you got from being Catholic, Baptist, Lutheran, Presbyterian, hallelujah somebody. Mm -hmm. When the revelation of God busts you in the face, you go, oh my goodness, he, he really is real, he really did die for me, and he's really in my life, and he really does love me, he really has forgiven me. When someone goes, I'm just struggling, I just don't know where I am today, the, the revelation of God's love just hasn't totally seeped into you yet, or you may be drifting.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Auntie, come on. I do not think I am in the least inferior to those super
0: apostles. He says, listen, I don't think I'm leaving. That sounds like me. inferior to these super preachers out here who got hundreds of people thousands of people I'm <laughs> not inferior to them Paul is saying man you got these super apostles now who teach you that Jesus mm-hmm. and you love that Jesus and you flock to hear that Jesus hallelujah somebody yes. and they're causing you to drift and you don't realize it hmm you're going you to realize you're flirting with something else. You're flirting with life. So tough. You love you some you. Amen. So much so that it's causing you to be, to just take on any form. Ah, I know I don't want that gospel. I want this gospel. Right. Mm-hmm. People don't teach, they don't pick churches for, for, for uh, 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 the truth. They, they pick churches like we do. I'm going to go to Target. Well, no, I go to Meyer. <laughs> I go to Walmart. No, I go to Kroger. I'm a, I'm a Kroger 23 mile snob. I love that Kroger. It's beautiful in there. I go in there to feel better. I drive all the way to 23 mile to go to Kroger. And I walk in and I go, this is nice. I don't never go to the Emily. No, that's creepy. Romeo. <laughs> no, I want to go in there. I go to the Super. I go to the Kroger where I can buy some underwear if I wanted to. Sure can. I go to Kroger, I can buy some socks. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, I won't tell nobody I got them from Kroger's, though. Can you imagine? Where'd you get that dress, girl? Kroger's. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those nice shoes. Where you get them? I got these at Kroger. <laughs> I'm not telling nobody that. But I love going to Krogers. I, me and Courtney and Julian, we'll drive all the way up there to. God, this is so nice. I'm such a Kroger snob. <laughs> That's how we are about church. We love to go the the, the, the most people in the highest steeples. It makes us feel like we're part of something.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they brag about it. Oh,
0: man, you say, oh, our church is so this, our church is so that. Yeah. I got a neighbor who goes to church constantly, and I was talking to him the other day. And, oh, yeah, we just got back from church. And I wanted to say, it ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> you're always in church, but you're the creepiest people in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's not working. Get off my lawn. I don't want to talk to you anymore. It's just like. To your church. Amen. If I'm going to act like you, right. I'm questioning if it's working. We're teaching another Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am not inferior to these super apostles. Amen.
1: Yes. Come on, Auntie. I may indeed be untrained as a speaker, uh-huh. but I do have knowledge. We have made this perfectly clear to you in every He's way. saying, I know I don't say the right words.
0: I know I was probably to say stuff I shouldn't, but if Mary says it's okay.
1: And, you know, I, I know I have these
0: moments where I, where, but he says, man, I, he's saying, and listen, I know I'm not trained even though I've been to school and everything, but my, me and my mom, we, we graduated at the same time. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you how much of that I use. Maybe 15%. Mm-hmm.
1: The
0: most of it I use, hard knocks. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know I don't talk, greatest. I don't even like to hear me, but it's like, man, I'm just like, okay, it's just what it is. I I talk like we actually talked. I kind of want to do like Jesus. Jesus talked about the things that was going on at that time to get them to understand.
1: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Paul is saying, man, I'm not
0: trained in this stuff, and and I, and I, I, I do have knowledge, though, and I make this perfectly clear to you in every way I could. So, so, go to 2 Corinthians 13. I'm almost done. I got 18 minutes. 2 Corinthians 13, 5, I think. Yeah, come on out.
1: Examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. Yeah, it test says your-
0: test yourself, examine yourself. And I go, examine myself. How you, mm-hmm. This is how you examine yourself. Take a piece of paper, put on it, thriving, surviving. Drifting, neglecting. Mm. And then you take prayer, put it in the right box. You take study, put it in the right box. You take love, put it in the right box. Meaning this, prayer, well, I'm surviving. Be honest. Participation or attendance in church, be honest. Well, I'm I'm, I'm drifting, or I'm surviving, or I'm thriving. Amen. Um, sin, where am I? Am I thriving? Surviving? Drifting, or am I neglecting? See, you got a test that says examine yourself. I don't want it. I'll never examine you. I will never let anybody in here examine you. I'm too busy examining myself.
1: Right, right, right. right.
0: So I have no thought of how you are at all, but I'm saying you've got to figure out a way to do it. Test yourself. How do I do it? Well, you're either, you're either thriving, surviving, drifting, or neglecting. Then you, you check it off, put it in the right box, okay? My prayer life is thriving. Somebody else might say, my prayer life is drifting. Somebody might say, my prayer life is, I'm neglecting it. Amen. See, you got to be honest.
1: Mm, amen.
0: Test yourself, examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless you fail the test. Mm. I mean, at least get a D. He, he's, he says, don't you realize Christ Jesus is, is in you? He's actually in you? The Holy Spirit is in you? Uh, of course. But if you fail the test, he might not be. Amen. So someone will say, well, Kenny, can, can you lose your salvation? I'm not sure you're going to lose your salvation. I'll, I'll teach that later. But I could, what I can say, though, is it, it won't thrive. What I can say is you could be killed. And spiritually and maybe naturally, I don't know. What I'm saying is I do believe that, 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 that the Bible has all this stuff in line saying, this is the life that I want you to have. And, and, it, and it has a lot of, if you do this, then I'll do that. Which means if you don't do this, I'm not doing that.
1: Right, right.
0: It does have a whole lot of, hey, you better love me now. It, got, it has a lot of, these people won't, won't inherit the kingdom. It's, it's got a lot of contradictive statements. God is clear about how he wants us to try to live and he understands that it will be difficult. That's why he's giving us the Holy Spirit. That's why he's giving us the word. That's why he's giving you the gift of prayer. And that's why he's giving you each other.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm going... Sometimes I catch myself, I'm like, man, I'm I'm doing too much. I got stuff, I'm always doing stuff. Man, I'm I'm playing video games too long. Man, I'm I'm eating too bad. See, another measure for me is when I really start eating bad, something's wrong. I'm like, man, I'm eating everything. I'm losing control of me. At some point, you have to stay in control of you. You had to monitor yourself. You had to do weekly checkups. I remember, man, in school, I, my mom was here, and, and, and I, I was going through stress. But school was just fun to me, man. I would go to school. People hated high school. I
1: loved high school. I had
0: a ball in high school. I had too much of a ball in high school. My mom used to want to beat me. And then, <laughs> and then what happened was I had this counselor, Mr. Collins. I still remember him. And he, he pulled me in his office one day. He goes, you have all this potential, and you're squandering. goes, hmm. this is what I want you to do. You get a report card every week. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you get a progress report sheet. Every Friday, your teacher is going to grade it, and you bring it to me. And I went, <laughs> every week. <laughs> So every on my mind, I'm thinking every Friday I gotta take this around.
1: Give me you to do.
0: I'll give you the that. And I'm like, man, I can't take this to this guy. Messed up. It caused me to realize, oh, you better get your act. Together. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you better get your act together, dude. Do a practice report every Friday, like this. i am be the driving. Surviving! will keep working until i tell you it won't so some kind of way the sun the moon keeps the the, the, the seasons keep things keep reproducing in